Hey, what's good, Divine Dolls? All right, so I definitely wanted to record this, especially the last, like, two seconds of the thing. This guy still has his job. And remember I was talking earlier, um, maybe, like, three or four podcasts back, there's a picture of a young Indian um, young lady that she does her makeup while she reads from different stories and stuff like that. And I was talking about how, you know, it takes courage for one person to report domestic violence. This is four hours ago that this news thing came out. Today is June 14, 2023. So these types of cases are still very much alive and well, right? And so it um I'm pretty sure I'm gonna use a thumbnail of the guy who did it. It isn't he is let me see if I have his name here. Same thing here too. Yeah, it's an Indian guy. I'm sure they'll say his name. And so it kind of like low key has me when I talked about the couples that I saw at the resorts, like, that's how their husband would look. Like, not maybe that muscular because this guy's a police officer. But I want you to listen to, if you if you listened to the last podcast, I'm not saying to go back there. But if you got a chance, listen to the same moving parts, the same dynamics that are going through. And even to the point where the sister calls in and she's like, we still love him. And then she has to somehow course correct herself, y'all. Like, these are conversations that we still need to heal. Let's go ahead and play it from the top. <clears throat> it was no accident. That's the okay. message. Yeah, so his name is Galib Chaudhary. From the family of a Houston police officer's wife that he is accused of shooting. They tell us she recanted her story ahead of the officer's first appearance today in criminal court. Jason Miles was inside the hearing and is live downtown with more on the story. Jason, what else did the family have to say? Well, sadly, they reported that the officer's wife has lost eyesight in one mm. eye, if not mm. her entire eye altogether, mm. as a result of the injuries she sustained in this shooting. You may recall. And, and I'm not sure when I take a picture of the thumbnail, it says um, family HPD officer's wife recant statement. He shot her execution style attempted murder. Okay. Police say she initially told medical staff that this was an accident, something her husband also reported. But the family of the wife says that was all because she was fearful. 31 year old HPD officer Galeeb Chowdhury was out of an orange jumpsuit and in a business suit this morning. In and I mean, he has his whole family there. It looks like his dad is there, his brother is there. A sister or cousin is there, um, and then maybe like a nephew or something like that. So he has family support on his side. Harris County oh. Criminal Court a day after posting bond on an aggravated assault with a deadly weapon charge, something his wife. Yeah, this is messed up. They even have a young, a young guy like he looks like he's maybe like sixteen or seventeen, definitely high school age. At something like this, like why would you bring someone that young to? witness this and then you're showing support for this type of activity this type of behavior against a, a woman absolutely not i would not let my son go to something like that your ass is staying at home mm. wife's family wants upgraded to attempted murder we love him i don't know if we still love him and so that's that's the wife's sister the one that was shot execution style and she lost her eye that's her sister so how safe and how comfortable do you think she has to feel? Because listen, like even with my brothers, I already told you, like, even though we're not close, don't mess with them. <laughs> I, I actually have stories of like running up on people.
and I just forget, you know, kind of like go out of my element, like don't mess with my family, you know, type of a thing. I don't, I don't give a, a rat's ass. So how comfortable do you think she feels that now the family has to say things like they love him? What about her? What about, you know, this injustice that you did to her sister and she is blind. You almost killed her. Thank God she's still alive or whatever it is that they believe in. Like, fuck that. Y'all, I'm telling you, like, I, I am not the love and light. Don't mess with my family because I, you will get no mercy from me. I want whoever does whatever punished to the fullest extent of the law. Non-negotiable. No mercy. No says her sister, whose last name we're not releasing because it's a domestic violence-related case, was lying on the floor when Chowdhury allegedly shot her in the wee hours Monday with an AR-15 rifle. She said she heard boom, boom, and she turned her face and tried to block it. Chowdhury, seen here in photos he previously posted on Facebook while in uniform, became belligerent after a night of drinking and celebrating a birthday with multiple family members. They claim Chowdhury immediately attacked his wife when she arrived at their apartment about 30 minutes after him and was then apologetic after the shooting. He goes, I'm, I'm going to call 911 and we're going to tell him it's a robbery, okay? Both police and the DA's office say the evidence suggests... I don't think he didn't expect her to live. And when I tell y'all, like, remember I told you, I could tell from the body language. It's three couples for sure, but, you know, um, two were um younger. And I've talked about how one lady, she was telling me the guy threw, she made him a birthday cake for his birthday. And he threw it at her face and she dodged it. Um, So there's that one. And then the, the last one that I dealt with, he was, he kept slapping her in her face and so after the third time he did it, I started taking my sunglasses off and I was getting up to be like, listen, you're not going to do that here or what? I don't even know what I was going to tell him, but uh, in a way it's probably good. I did it anyways, because, um, I am taller than him. I'm six foot one. So, and he was probably like, what, maybe like five, seven, five, eight or something like that. Um, I probably would have gotten, you know, <laughs> taken down to the ground anyways, cause I'm not a fighter. But I just, I didn't like it or I probably could have gone and talked to security and told them to escort him off the property or something. But um, I could tell by their body language. I'm like, yeah, when he gets home, he's going to mop the floor with her. And so here it is, you know, they were at a party and for whatever reason, things go bad. She gets home and he takes out his aggression on her so much so to the point that he shoots her execution style. An intentional shooting. This is an ongoing investigation, and whatever we determine and we develop, we will proceed under those facts. Chowdhury's attorney would not comment on any allegations, but said her client would comply with bond conditions, including a no-contact order regarding his wife and her family. We wish her a speedy and full recovery. Um, we're sending her love and prayers for the fullest recovery. That's his lawyer. But you know, one thing I've learned about lawyers um, I, I've, <laughs> um, is that they, because um, we've had to hire lawyers before, but also when I talk to them like within the last year or so, they know what to say, you know. And even though they're defense attorneys, sometimes a lot of people wonder like, oh, how can you defend these criminals and stuff like that? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh-uh. And so with her saying that statement, kind of pick up what I'm putting down. She is 
intentionally she's she's gonna plea bargain this guy to where he still suffers for what it is that he does right so I kind of understand that that component of it um and so he has yeah he has these one two three it looks like it could be his mom too I didn't see her before but I mean at this point they're looking at him losing a job losing pension I really do fear for her safety because her family doesn't seem to be all the best safe, safest haven for her to be recovering from a gunshot wound to the to the face and type of thing. They gave her up like a lamb to the slaughter to this dude. And then also what to tell that her family's not going to retaliate and try to just come finish the job because now he's without a job like <clears throat> recovery possible. And the family of uh, the officer's wife tells me they've only been married about a year or so and had no previous problems as far as... Yep, yep, that's that new honeymoon, that honeymoon phase. They know his next court appearance here in criminal court sometime in August. Meantime, I'm told he is still technically an employee of the Houston Police Department, but... And that's a problem too. So he's still an employee of the police department. So it's like layers within layers because... Even the last podcast that I did, you know, we were talking about how sometimes women, when we get into these positions, you know, like the older generation, we, instead of us trying to go in and transform it and try to make it better, it's like 2023, we should have been, this guy should have been, been fired. Like, what the hell did it, did you need for her to be dead in order to fire this guy, you know, or to remove his job title? You still have this motherfucker still on your payroll? Nah, like, that's, that, that's not acceptable in 2023. And so my heart breaks for her. I hope, you know, speedy recovery. Thank, you know, goodness, divine source that she's still alive. Um, and I wish her the best. And, you know, she has a road of recovery ahead and the mental that comes with it. Um I know what it's like to have a gun pointed at you. I don't, it's not something you get over with and let alone if they shoot and fire it at you. And especially when it's supposed to be someone like that, that's not the first time I think that she's been kind of tossed around a little bit and battered and, and um, I, I definitely want to believe that the signs were there and her family still gave her up like a lamb for slaughter and um, what is she going to do if she's, you know, because they're young people. If you look at his picture, that's that honeymoon phase that I was talking about, like in their early 20s. And um, don't know if there was, you know, still financial aspects of it in terms of them giving her up to him um, type of a thing. In those cultures, they know what their son is capable of. But there's the other component too, like Anybody that's in law enforcement, I just, I don't like the idea of them having, you know, guns and stuff like that. Um, and, and even like in the past, I think that is something that I was kind of like a hesitant a little bit. Um, I won't go to, we're not going to read our chapters backwards, but, um, or go back in, into old chapters. But I feel like, yeah, law enforcement, there's so many stories about women that are with men that are in law enforcement that is just it just ups the ante right it just ups the risk factor so I definitely wanted to address that I'm gonna go ahead and upload this and I'm gonna jump into my life and health insurance training y'all I'll catch you on the flip side I'll probably come on tomorrow 
I'm pretty sure as soon as I'm done with the meeting, I'm going to go to bed. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Stay safe out there. You know, um, and again, the courage of one woman. I'm glad that she was able to. Sounds like she recanted a statement that might be a little bit of a problem. Um, but I'm hoping in 2023, we kind of understand the dynamic and her being in fear of her life. But, um, you know, I, I hope that she has the courage to inspire other people in future generations and to do it for herself, more importantly, too. And for any of you under the sound of my voice, like, you know, I'm definitely, absolutely, I am so rooting for you to A, not even get into these situations, B, get out of the situation if you're in it, and then C, let's not do this to our daughters, you know, let's give them a fighting chance. All right. Love you all. Bye.